Hey everybody, it's Tuesday, April 10th, 2012. You're listening to episode 32 of the Non Sequitur Podcast, and it is destined to be an absolute travesty. Ow. We've got six people here, and the one to my left is drunk. <laughs> Introduce yourselves, people. My name's Kelly. My name's Max. My name is Shannon. I'm Melissa. I'm Amy. And I'm Luke. I'm the drunk one. Clearly, uh, this is going to be, I don't even want to read my email inbox after this episode goes up. It's going to be terrible. Oh, it's going to be amazing, Luke. Shush. Well, right. what if we have like a, a big spike in our listenership? Yeah. What does that mean? Then, does that mean I'm going to have to be drunk every episode? Because I sure hope not. My be liver, miss. Yeah. It's just my liver won't appreciate it. Half the people it. are going to hate it and half the people are going to love it. So yeah. we'll have to just play it by ear today. I like the, I like the second half, the All latter. Right. Today is a historical day, kind of. It was 100 years ago today that the Titanic set sail. Wait, that was an actual thing? <gasps> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> are we going to talk about that now? Yes. All right. Yes. So I posted something on Facebook the other day that was a collection of tweets from seemingly young people, people, the youth of today, saying that they had no idea that the Titanic was an actual event in history. They thought it was just a movie. Just and unbelievable dumb. I could, I, it made me sad. So I, here's the question, because Luke and I were discussing this the other night. When did you learn about the Titanic? Yeah, I mean... No, no, really, oh, when did like you me? learn about the Titanic? Because it's not something that you taught know. in it's school. It's just something I always knew about, you know? It was one of those big historical, you know, my family... Because I don't teach, of... I teach world history, and I don't teach yeah. about the Titanic. Yeah, I mean, my family, we're all sailors, so I know about boats, and maybe that it came up at that point somewhere, but I've always known about the Titanic. That just seems weird to me that kids wouldn't know. Amy, do you it's, remember... It's disturbing. I want to say elementary school, but I also know that I was in elementary school when the movie came out. But what I like remember the most about it was in learning about it was in seventh or eighth grade. There you was learned the... about icebergs, right? No, actually. <laughs> Same time. Um, it seems reasonable. Doing, yeah. They were doing the accelerated reader things, and one of the books was a book about, about the, the Titanic. Titanic. And so my go. parents bought me this book about the Titanic, and I read the book. And so it, it, it appalls me that people my age don't realize that the Titanic was real. My secret dream is that the people in those tweets were like 16 or younger. Max, Janet, any idea when you learned about the Titanic? Probably when I saw the trailer for the movie. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> Wait, you were like six when that no, movie no, came out. Exactly. No, no, so that, whoa, no, how old are you? That. I you was, just turned 23. I remember, I remember the day I saw it because Jeez. it was New Year's Eve. What year did that movie come out? Like, uh, 14 years ago, 1998. Actually, really? no. The no. Yeah. I was I in was fifth seven. grade. It was, was the very grade. end of two th- or ninety-seven. You're only twenty-one. Yeah. Really? I'm twenty-three. That's not right. That's there's no. I was way. eight then. Okay, all I remember was this. It was New Year's Eve day that I went to go see it. My parents and I were going to go see it at eight o'clock because it was. Oh, I've got hands. Don't problems. bump the table, man. <laughs> Sorry. I'm new. So I, uh, we went on New Year's Eve day. We were going to go at eight o'clock. My brother had a slumber party for his nice private school, and. Uh, so we went at eight, and it was the showing was late, so we had to go at nine. So it's a three three hour and fifteen minute long movie. So as soon as the movie was over, everybody gets up and is like, "Happy New Year!" Ah, it's yes. kind of a cool like New Year's thing. But I mean, that was I was he was in like sixth grade. I was probably in third or fourth grade. Wow, youngsters! Yeah, I'm a kid, so about I can't the right think before time that. to have learned about the Titanic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that. Just, like, but maybe not to have seen boobies it. on television. I don't know. It's, that was irrelevant. I think even <laughs> I, I was a high school at that age and very much. It, in love with boobies and that wasn't the reason yeah. I went to go see that film I feel dirty already <laughs> it's an explicit podcast <laughs> I don't think the word boobies is explicit come on alright fair enough are we ready to start this card game some things I might say later are we are but we we have had a request 
albeit from Kelly, um, <laughs> to re-explain the rules for the card uh, game yes. for our new listeners who may have not seen the right, video. Make it quick yes. or heard it. Here's the here's the basics for those of you listening out there. We each have four cards in front of us. Each of the cards is a different color corresponding to a different topic type. We've got green cards that have what Luke likes to call typical topics. I call them Luke topics because he picks them all. Blue cards, which are listener questions. So if you don't like the questions that you're hearing, send in something different. The pink cards are thought provokers. If you could, would you rather this or that sorts of things. And the yellow cards are science because you've told us that you love science. We love or science. personal topics as we see fit. They're kind of the, the jokers in the deck. We each flip a card um, one at a time, open up the topic, discuss it for a while, and then move on to the next person. Okay, and I've, I've come up with a game to determine who goes first. Okay. Because we have two new people here, and they should rock, paper, scissors. It's very exciting. Since nobody, since nobody can see people anything. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what if we vocalized it? Maybe rock, let's try it. Paper. Okay. So, okay. so and then we rock, just paper or scissors. and then the end of rock paper scissors oh, and then, then we'll say it. Is yes. that cool? Okay. Yes. All right, ready? Rock, rock paper scissors paper. Scissors. Crap. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually worked. <laughs> it did work. <laughs> okay. You get to cross. pull a card okay, for... or you can choose or you can defer because you won. The pink one. <laughs> now it's too late. It's too late. Should do this or that? Coke or Pepsi? Do you have an answer? Everybody has an answer to this. It depends. Is first. it diet or not? Uh, <laughs> sure, or sure. Full... Whichever, whichever you like. Fully leaded. Fully, Fully leaded. leaded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Coke. I'm going to go with Pepsi. I think Coke makes my teeth feel awful. <clears throat> I think you're a fool. What, that my teeth feel awful from Coke? No, that Coke is not better than Pepsi. I'm not saying that it doesn't taste well, worse. I'm just saying that the thing makes wow, my teeth really? hurt. really? And Pepsi doesn't? No. Why not? <laughs> Because not as much acid in the Pepsi. Really? Yes. Scien- is, is this you, a is scientific, scientific proven? Th- this is the whole like drop steak in Coke and it Mentos. Turns... It was Mentos. I think. No, 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 it doesn't no, happen no, with Pepsi. Tenderize a steak yeah. in Coke. Oh, what you can, Pepsi you, you can do that with like a chicken bone too, and it'll become rubber. Let's see, awesome. these are things you not should not be putting in your belly. <laughs> wow, I like. I, I used. I grew Coke. up on Pepsi because my mom drinks it like an addict, and then I just started liking Coke recently. That's fine. You you can like Coke. I'm not saying you can't. Okay. Just not very often, apparently. Right. Yeah, because my, my teeth will mm-hmm. rot out. Kelly, w- which goes better with alcohol? Uh, Bacardi 151 goes best with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it called Coke and rum, for the record? Yes, but we just went straight rum tonight. So no, you didn't. You put Arizona iced tea. No, 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 no. There was nothing in it. I, that was the, the iced tea was a chaser. Oh. So enough. I had the full impact at the back of my throat. It's seriously like it like... It's, it's like sandpaper going down. It's bad. Yes, it is bad. This is why people don't... Ugh. All right, girls? I drink Pepsi. I will not touch Coke. Historical fact. Why? Coke has been associated with... Um, Cocaine? No, well, yes, that too. Yes. But no, no, it's, uh, it's the American image. So during the Cold War, um, Pepsi actually had a great deal of success in the Soviet Union and behind the Iron Curtain. Um, and in anti-American markets, because Coke was seen as like the the banner of American capitalism, and so Pepsi was like, "Hey, you want to drink a cola product that isn't, uh, you know, um, American devil juice? Have Pepsi." <laughs> but isn't that weird though? Because Coke is red. Yeah, the colors are backwards. Yeah, oh my goodness, I feel yeah. like you, Pepsi is like the perfect well, American Pepsi has colors. Like, well, Pepsi and then Coke is like Pepsi came like to the doesn't party. Doesn't Pepsi have so like they a... didn't have as much success? In the United States, they had much more accept, more success abroad than they did. Oh, but that's, it makes no sense within the within like if you're going to Soviet Russia and they've got 
Coke or Pepsi. Coke has well, the Pepsi red. Like, hey, we're, we've got our red flag. We got our sickle. I mean, you've got the Coke brand, and then you've got Pepsi, which is red, white, and blue. You're like, oh, stupid Americans. Yeah. But apparently, sorry, I hit bumped the, I table bumped again, the tables. Man. Sorry, I'm a very animated person. People can't see that, so I'm just going to do it a lot here. Okay. So all right. that, that was my Coke trivia for right, I think we all answered that. You one. didn't answer the question. Sweet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Listen, listener question from Aaron from New York. I love that guy. I know you do. Well, here's a good question from Aaron. How do you feel about men wearing bracelets? Is it manly like a pirate or remarkably feminine? If you're a pirate, then damn right. It's manly. What about if it's Max? <laughs> if Max was wearing a bracelet right now. It depends on the oh, bracelet. Yeah. If, it had, <laughs> if it had like spikes on it, then heck yeah. There, yeah there's but a, if it was like Rainbow Paisley, then maybe not so much. It, it, there's a difference between like a Livestrong armband, like a leather bracelet, and like a like my, one of my coworkers has a fr- friendship bracelet that he got from his kid, which you can't make fun of. That's for pretty that. manly. Yeah, you, you can't make fun of somebody for that. Livestrong bracelets, yeah, it was cool maybe ten years ago. Not so much anymore. What about like the the ones that are like uh, like weird knotted braided rope? You know, those are cool if you smoke a lot of weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I, and I personally think they're kind of cool. Shannon, you've got the, the best fashion sense of anybody at this table, probably. What is Whoa, the answer hey, on this? Whoa, hey, hey, I'm wearing a sweater You're vest. wearing a sweater vest. <laughs> Darn exactly. <laughs> Point nullified. Shannon, <laughs> bracelets on dudes, yes or no? If it's the pink beaded bracelet that Max wore in a senior picture that I made. Whoa! Oh. Yes. <laughs> I took it off halfway through the shoot. I noticed it was, there's a picture of me, like, looking with the angel pose where I've got my head tilted with my arm, propping my head up, like, Kind of smiling, just like whimsical, and I've got this pink bracelet just blaring in front of you. Awesome. He totally did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm, debatable. He married you, so I guess it all yeah, worked yeah. out. It didn't. It didn't detract from his. She family. was good with the bracelet, apparently. Yeah. She yeah. made it. Well, well, so yeah. At Summer Hummer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah. I think I'm with Max. It really depends on the kind of bracelet that the guy is wearing. I mean, I don't know that I will ever buy or make you a bracelet i'll let you know right now i won't wear it okay good to know <laughs> of I, any I mean, kind I, of any kind I, wow I what about like I a would, lane I or would, something remarkably you know. feminine is my answer really? <laughs> yeah. even like a leather cuff or something yeah i think it looks really leather trashy cuffs are pretty cool they're about as trashy on cool dudes ones. as tramp stamps on girls i think they just look stupid Whoa. wow i do not there like there are a lot of artisanal leather tooling craftsmen who you've just and there are some beautiful butterflies on the, <laughs> <laughs> on the backs of ladies what about what about necklaces, Luke? Would you wear like a I would like not a, wear a necklace. What about like a manly? I, I I put on a ring almost two years ago. And that's as far as I'll go. No, 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 what about no. a watch? You, like lace. You used for men to wear a bracelet. Hawaii? You wouldn't wear Ooh. one of those in Hawaii? I did. I had a what would Jesus do bracelet oh. back in the day. Oh. <laughs> those are seriously not manly. Fair I'm enough. sorry. No, I, I'm not watches? A, I'm not a jewel no, not anymore. Not even it occurred for, to me that a phone is basically a watch. And that, but they're, they're a fashion accessory. I was talking to my coworker. The two things that men notice as being stylish, good shoes, and a nice watch. I, I don't wear watches, though, but Shannon wants Luke to get Luke notices dude's ties, though. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm a tie. Yeah. Ties are yeah. good, too. Ties are good. Yeah, my skinny tie. I did, yeah. I commented on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Luke, was it, were you a part of the What Would Kelly Do bracelet fanatic? <laughs> uh, I did not get on board with <laughs> no. your silly okay. cult. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't a cult. It was just a, it was just a you know, in a when a weird situation would come up, they'd be like, well, what would Kelly do? And then they would come up with the most ridiculous thing <laughs> that could possibly be done in that situation. I should make a fake Kelly Twitter account so people can follow that. You should. Good idea. Pretty good. <clears throat> Amy, what about you? Bracelets. You work with fabric and fashion all day long. Do you see guys coming in making like bracelet snaps or something? Not typically. However, occasionally, yes. And I think that under the right circumstances, it makes sense. I think that 
a leather bracelet or cuff of some kind makes more sense than a knotted braided weird something Silver or another. Chain link. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's there's a like I, I, every time I see a, think of a leather cuff link, I think of like a 45 year old former metal band like lead singer. Yeah, or I like think, or like the guy from Nickelback. But I, if you have like a metal cuff link, I think of a really. So, old so you man. mean like the the, the metal <clears throat> chain metal gold. chain metal chain gold? I think old people, old like people, leather yeah. cuffs. Don I think Johnson, of, I, kind of. Yeah. I think of guys who really <laughs> should no longer be playing music. Mm, I think Hollister. Ah. I used to wear a leather cuff. Really? Yeah. Was it small enough to fit on your wrist? It was a a tiny, delicate thing. Back in your biker chick days? No, it wasn't. It wasn't a biker chick one with spikes or anything. It was actually brown braided leather. It used to be a. a, It was a repurposed belt. So you were hippie. Made into jewelry. Yeah, but. (laughs) Yep, she's good with that. Uh I'm from Olympia. What do you expect? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So bracelets, mixed opinion. Apparently. Did we get an Amy opinion on this? We did not. I think that I think it depends on. Uh, but here's the real question: If there, if you were, if a guy asked you out on a date, yes or no, based upon the, if you had a bracelet, would you say yes or no? It depends on the on, on the dude. I mean, uh, does Curtis wear one? No, and I wouldn't date him anyway. All right, just checking. Um, but I feel like I just turned into a really awkward <laughs> conversation. I really, I really did. A <laughs> question, and, and it just got real thick in here. I, it depends. I guess it depends on the person and the context of the bracelet. I mean, oftentimes there's a story behind uh, yep. the yeah, thing. Yeah. Like the coworker who's yeah. made it for me. Yep, yep. All right. Flip a card, any card. Oh, it's my turn now, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We're going to do another listener question. We did the ladies Bye. first this time. Scott from Minnesota. If you could start your own political party, what would you name it, and what animal would you choose to represent it? <gasps> I already know this. I don't know what the fact, while everyone thinks, the parties <laughs> did not choose the animals that currently represent them today. It was chosen for them by a political cartoonist Cartoons. named Thomas Nast. In what year? A long time ago. <laughs> I don't know what I would name it, but the animal would be a penguin. Okay. I just think penguins are cool. Linux party. <laughs> it's all the nerds. <laughs> Kelly, what about you? You seem to Mine is the uh, Northwestern... <laughs> Djibouti, uh, socialist, noocratic uh, uh, party. Yes. <laughs> All right. And what is the animal? The animal? Yes. Sasquatch. That's it's probably a Sasquatch. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> about right. A Sasquatch. I think. Good at I think Melissa's that, correct. That sideways like profile shot from like the eighty-two it's, film. You know what whatever. I learned today is that the Sasquatch has a gland that disrupts VCR recording equipment. Okay. Yes. So that yeah. is that explains everything. That explains it yeah. all. <laughs> All right, Mr. Politician, what no, you got I for this? No what? I no, come on, like yeah, I sit, I take my time thinking about parties. I, all I know is this: I don't like everything about be, being called a Republican. I don't like everything about being called a Democrat. So, so that's why you so can you make should your be own. Yeah, part of the Djiboutian Neocratic. What do you even society? stand for? Um, parties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me a couple minutes. I think I just for the the sheer amount of them being pretty badass, I'd have to go with a lion. Okay, but I don't know what I, my party would be about because then I think it doesn't have to be about what's it named. What's it, yeah, I know it's that's a you really... could always name your party after an animal. Theodore Roosevelt did with the bull moose party. All right, <laughs> did he also get that from watching Bullwinkle? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> If you've, ever, if you've ever seen a bull moose no, I'm in assuming action. Is a, is a bull moose like a male moose? Yes. Okay, never mind. Then. Yes. I'm just an idiot. I hit the yeah, table they're, again. They're, they're huge and terrifying, especially yeah. during rutting season. Especially if you're going to be driving a car toward them. Yes. Yeah, that'd be scary. Or a tram that can only go three miles an hour. Hmm. And you're sitting in the back part of the tram. I'm just saying. I'm trying to think. Well, part of it is I want to have a I'm I want to have a name for my party that actually represents what it's for, not just parties. Well, keep thinking about it. I'm working. I'm working. Back to you. The, the small thing inside my head is rolling around. I'm working right. on it. Shannon, <laughs> I would have to say my favorite animal 
Which is a leopard. I figured. I was, I was totally <laughs> waiting for that. I was like, given all the leopards. I was waiting for someone to answer it for me. Yeah. Yeah. So what would the name of... Yeah, she's got I a lot no of, idea. in the house, like idea. rugs so and So maybe blankets. your party could stand for like common sense and Preserving speed. leopards. And speed. Yeah. And <laughs> getting stuff done. Fast. Like the drug Perfect. speed? Yeah. Or no. <laughs> no, like... Like velocities. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it sounded a little weird in my head. Melissa, did you already give one? No, remember. no, I've been giving historical tidbits. Yes, to I know. Question. <laughs> it's my shtick tonight. So I just tried to scratch my arm with my pen, and I just wrote all over it. <laughs> so Luke, it looks like an a octopus. member of the tattoo party, apparently. With the oh my gosh, octopus would be perfect for the tattoo so, party because they make ink. Did I already? Oh, snap. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Did I already say mine out loud? Because mine no. was going to be octopus. Oh, well done. Because I figured like politicians are always like blending in with whatever way they think they're going to get the most votes. That having like. So why would you be a chameleon? Chameleon or an octopus? Well, because octopus are way more badass. Yeah, that's okay. true. And cuttlefish just sounds cute, in spite of being awesome. Except so, spelled with T's. I'm st- sure. now, the sad thing about this conversation is I will not have an answer to this question right now, but at midnight tonight, when I'm still awake thinking about it, I'll have something. <laughs> just really send it in as a okay, text to the podcast. Random question for your lion. Episode. Would it be the black lion or the regular lion? That's racist. I didn't even... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know there was such a thing as a black yeah, lion. Yeah, what's going there on there? There are black lions. They're hard. rare. How rare? Like super rare. Like hard, well, like gangsta hard? Yeah. Or what? I've never what seen about one. The white, what about the white snow leopard, huh? Why didn't we get the snow leopard? Wait, wait, no. I want to hear more about yeah, Kelly, yeah. stop playing with your levels. My Tell levels me more low. about black lions. <clears throat> I've just seen pictures of them. Are you sure they just went dirty? Yes. All right. I'm going to look into this, and we're going to fact check are it. Are they riding podcast. dirty? No, Sean Kelly. How about the Theophilus monk party? Avoid. Yes. All right. Yeah, I got mine in. The Theophilus what? The Theophilus monk party. And your animal is a le- lion. Why not? All right. That plays a trumpet? Yes. <laughs> what would be cooler than a lion playing a trumpet while trying to filibuster? Hello. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That may be, the, that may be the word of the podcast, filibuster. Filibuster. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, I have to pull a card. Um, Our knees are touching. It's weird. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's more weird now that I called attention to it. <laughs> no one else knew that. Yes, it is. How many? So we got two blues and a pink. I'll do a green. All right. Sesame Street now has more CG on the show than ever. Would you be okay if the show became fully CG by the no. time you have kids? No. No. Heck no. Why does it matter? You, do you see how I didn't swear there? What, why um, does it matter? If the kids like CG, because Sesame CG, Street adopts CG, then kids like Sesame because Street. Because CG is so impersonal. When you have the puppets there, it's a physical thing. It's like, you know, and the children on the show are actually interacting with it. You know, it's, it, I don't know. It just seems like. Well, you just hit on a good point. It, if you have CG, you can't really have kids interacting with it. Yeah, you exactly. You lose the you lose the, you you lose the creepy interaction. CG kids. Yeah, and, and CG just I mean it's it's so fakey. It, I mean it's gone leaps and bounds in the last twenty years, but it's still just so crappy. And it, I don't know. There's something about having the physical puppets there. I think the show would lose a lot of the magic without them. I will say this as, an, as a way of analogy. For example, I think papers, newspapers at least, are somewhat phasing out because of the internet. We now sure. see a lot of our mm-hmm. news is, online. Yes. So, which I think we're okay with. The te- new technology allows for renovation or you know ingenuity, <coughs> and we can use it in a way that is more helpful for. Sorry, more helpful for us. I keep banging the table. <sighs> table. I think I actually I think Kelly's got a good point. It, there is something. 
I don't think you can make that like, well, a newspaper's personal. It's a piece of paper. But I think yeah. there is something that is beautiful. There's something about knowing it. it's there's, physically there's, there. It's an, and not just that, but it's an art in and of itself. And you lose the art, which it was, which the the show was founded on, which was. I mean, puppeteers are pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, so. and you know what? I just watched um, Elmo. No. Can I? Give, <laughs> this, what, this is a yeah. kind of a weird tie-in, but I just watched the new The Thing film. You yeah. Know, the horror film, and in in. In 1982, when the original came out, the the creature, the thing, was fully a puppet. You know, it was physically it was there. It was effects, creepy yeah. as heck. It was disgusting. It was awesome. That is one of my favorite horror films of all time. I just watched the new one. It was entirely CG, and just something about the CG ruined it for me. Yeah. I didn't like it. It was. It just wasn't. Would you? Good. Would, this is an impossible question, but would you have been okay with the CG if you'd never seen the original? Do you, have, do you have a problem with CG in general? Think, or no? I don't think I would have liked this movie as much as I like the original anyways if I had never seen the original, but uh, I mean... <laughs> that, that made, for the record, you made said, very little sense. Okay. I understand that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like this film in general, but just, yeah. The, okay. the, the puppets, I, I like the puppets. Like when they had the, what was that, that uh, Under, Underworld movie? Yes, with the vampires. With the vampires and the and the, the and the lichen, the wo- the werewolves, they were actually physically there. They actually had pe- dudes in big suits running around, and it was really cool. And then in the sequels, they had CG, and it just wasn't quite as awesome. All know. right, ladies, as the as the <coughs> birthers of children, how do you feel about this question? <laughs> that makes their answers way more relevant. They get double yeah. points because they get kid points too. <laughs> I, I like the puppets. Uh, I mean. I think I agree with what Kelly said. I think it's more for me just that Sesame Street wouldn't be a shared experience for me and my kids then if it if there's nothing left of the Sesame Street that I watched as a kid. And so, I mean, I you know, it doesn't necessarily mean it would be a bad show, but I wouldn't like it. What about Barney if he, Barney was CG'd? No, never. Well, I didn't like Barney to begin with. Nobody did. Oh. Don't offend Which one is Barney? I love Wait. Barney. <laughs> Which one's Barney? Like Look at the, the jacket. Purple dinosaur. She's wearing a purple. She's wearing a Barney oh, jacket. Right. No, that's, a, yeah. that's a weird tangent. All right, Shannon, tell us about. <laughs> she even moves like him. Weird. <laughs> you can either tell us about Barney or Sesame Street. Which one would make you the most offended if it went CG for your kids? Barney, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I loved like them singing the songs and all their crafts and like digging out of the Barney bag and it never ended. And it what's was the Barney like, bag? Yeah, tell me what's in this Barney bag. It was this amazing bag that Full like of drugs. you could pull. No, it was <laughs> practically no. Was it, it was really small and you could pull ladders out of it and strings that like never ended and like. So he stole it from so Santa basic, Claus. No, he stole it, it, it from it, Bag yeah, and yeah, Second Berry. It was like that. a clown box. <laughs> Also that. Oh, yeah. Magic. Cars. Magic yeah. box. I loved it because I would try and bring out a Barney bag, but it wouldn't do the same thing. Is purple your favorite color? No. Okay, she doesn't like Barney that much. <laughs> not, not, not enough. But I do have a stuffed Barney, and I still have it. Wow, these are things you don't admit. <laughs> she, no, but she did not bring it over to the house. It's, it is not with us. It's in the attic or something. He, he refused. That was like a deal breaker for him. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Amy, you are around kids all the time. What's the deal? Yeah, why? <laughs> Because Ignore Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I agree with Melissa that you lose that shared experience if you take it completely out of the real puppeteering kind of a thing. Um, having watched a fair amount of television with small children, uh, the ones that they paid the most attention to were not these super CG'd ones. They were not the ones that were overly CG'd. Like, none of the ones that they were watching had real people, so they were all cartoons. But the ones that were more like the cartoons of my childhood were the ones they paid more attention to. So the ones that look cell shaded instead of yeah, I mean, 
the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, they didn't pay a lot of attention to that one because it was just <clears throat> so fake. Yeah. But Octonauts, which was... Octonauts? Are they octopus They're astronauts? not octopus astronauts, but they are they other animals who rescue and help underwater animals. And you learn so, about okay. them. But so kind of like one, snorks, maybe? I don't know. And Little Einstein... Were those the guys with scuba things on their heads? They were Smart basically children? underwater smurfs. I remember that yeah, show. I remember, yeah. I remember the character. That was one of my um, favorites. But Octonauts and Little Einsteins and Small Potatoes and something about birds. I don't remember what the birds one was called. But those were the ones that they paid the most attention to. And Octonauts was completely computer animated. Little Einsteins was, um, well, is pictures of the world that they have animation across. And the kids would pay a lot of attention to that. And Small Potatoes was um, paper animation. So, like, the stop motion animation with the moving sure, the paper. Sure, like South Park. I love that. Sure. They had torn paper, and the kids loved Small Potatoes. And so, I mean, those were the those are the ones that they really paid attention to versus these super CG'd. So, I mean, the kids that I'm around don't like the super CG yeah. stuff. See, even are, young children Are know. we talking about the same South Park, Max? Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say, we couldn't move on from that. Melissa gave me probably the most awkward-looking face I've ever seen. It, just, it was contorted and beautiful. In terms of the movement... He's on the right track, but but it's still isn't it paper? I mean, isn't for for the record, it, isn't South Park paper animated? I mean, it's the paper. original. Okay, so the, the original, original South Park. the very first episode was fully hand done. They cut out all the pieces. They okay. did. Um, after that, it was gone. It, it went to a computer. Okay, yeah, never generated graphics, yeah. version. It's, I mean, it's still essentially. The I'm same not a thing, South. I don't watch yeah. South Park, so I just I know <laughs> very little. All right, random little factoid to wrap this up. The guy that does Elmo. Has been the same guy since the very beginning. Yes, and he's black. Uh, duh, they just made a movie about him. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. so there's a big documentary. I about heard him. an interview with him the other day about being black, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, well, it's pretty cool because it was about it was like from him growing up and all the ridicule he got as a kid for wanting to do puppets. Hmm. But it was just like, "I'm going to do this no matter what." And then he came in and did the Elmo, and they're like, "You got the job." Yeah, he does and a great job. He's inc- and he goes and does stuff with all the kids. And it's so funny because it pretty cool. In the interview he gave, he was talking about how like his kids sometimes would be like, "Yeah, my dad's the voice of Elmo," and like you know, parents or someone will come up and be like, "Do the voice," and he'll do it, and they're like, "That's not Elmo," and yeah. he's like, "I oh, am God. Elmo." <laughs> That's interesting. So, that's yeah. cool. All right, Kel. How old is he? He's, uh, he's in his forties. Yeah, he started when he was it? really young. Yeah, he started when he was like wow. twenty. Yeah, he started like right after high school, yep. pretty much. Elmo's only twenty. Uh, something like that. Yeah, like eighty-three, something like that. It started when we were kids. Okay, eighty-three would make him like twenty-eight. Whatever. I don't know what the actual math is, but he's not that old. They're like All the right. Simpsons. Okay, I'm doing science because I love me some science. And this one says broken genes. Tell me about some genes. What is broken, Luke? All right. So there was a. It's like the most boring oh, science one the of the entire. Well, why did I choose it then? Let's choose it. No, 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 no. Put that back down. Oh. Um, this is the most hard science one, which I know some people don't enjoy, but others do. Whatever. So there was a recent uh, study done with a bunch of um, people from different ethnicities, cultures, backgrounds, countries, and found that about every human being, on average, has a hundred broken genes. In, in your genome, you've got twenty genes that code for something that might be eye color. So out of twenty genes, a hundred are broken. <laughs> Sorry, twenty thousand. You're right. Okay, <laughs> bam. We've got twenty thousand protein coding genes. So we've got way more genes than that, but twenty thousand of them code for proteins, which do the things we need them to do. And of those twenty thousand, a hundred roughly are broken, quote unquote. Either they're incomplete, either the X or the Y is broken, or sometimes in some cases they're both broken. And so this can be anything from like cystic fibrosis to the fact that Shannon has brown eyes, hazel brown eyes. Yeah, it's hazel. weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. I'm not gonna lie, it, it was freaking me out. Her eyes? Yeah. I, we have the exact it's a same weird eyes. Color. It's kind of creepy too. Both wow. of you. Yeah. yeah same. Is it the blue awesome. the mutation? Kinda, can we have you guys leave? Actually, it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> Kelly is an iris. I still have your keys. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a new racism. I like yes. it. But it was just a, a fascinating study. A lot of people nowadays are doing um, like genome sequencing for themselves. Like if Max and Shannon wanted to kind of have an idea what their kids might be facing, they could go get sequenced. And it would give like a printout of, you know, this is going to be like an 80% chance of such and such. Yeah, but that's like, that's like going into, that's like going to Christmas day and opening your presents like five days in advance, then taping them over, which I did well, once. Well, let's say that Matt, let's say Max had a huge history in his family of like autism or Down syndrome or something. And you were kind of nervous, like, should we have our own kids or should we adopt? This way you could go do something like, I mean, I'm not saying it's for everybody, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but for oh, certain oh, people sorry. that care. They could, you know, look into that if, you know, or if their, their family just runs with like quadruplets, like everybody has quadruplets and they're freaking out like, no, thank you, crazy. then they could go get this checked. But anyway, Shannon's looking a little like, no, the research was pretty <laughs> fascinating that we all have a lot of mutations in our body that seemingly, uh, don't actually affect us that much. So, you know, you're not perfect, Kelly. I'm sorry to break. You are awesome. not, so you what are not a precious little So what like. is there to discuss? <laughs> We're watching. Is there really discussion? Okay, well, I'm gonna, then I'm going to go back for one thing. Back to the Elmo thing. The uh, <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot completely. The little known fact today. This was announced by Matt Groen- Groenig. Groenig. He actually announced where the real Springfield was based off of. Today. Really? Yes. Where? Oregon. Wow. Which I've been to. It's a hellhole. Wait, there's a real Springfield, Oregon? It's mm-hmm. right next to Eugene. It's like Lacey and Olympia. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like 100,000 people. But it's is Lacey it like Lacey of Olympia? Lacey? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, seriously. It's, it might even be worse than Lacey. <laughs> That's oh. not possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a like a yelm. Whoa. It's, Whoa. It, it's Do just, they have cult there? No, no, they don't have a cult. Do they have a nuclear there reactor is, there? Yeah, yeah, we know they people. Have to, yeah. You know, yeah, whatever. It's it's just like it just it's kind of like a druggy central. It's kind of a weird place, but pretty big city. But yeah, he said today that it was because there's always sorry bumping the thing. Mm-hmm. But he's, everyone's always asked where is it the real Springfield because there's more than one of them in the United States. Okay, the worst part about Max bumping the table is not the bump; it's that he says it every time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe I'm just going to start bumping when I'm pissed off. I'm going to draw more attention to it by punching him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to escalate. But I wanted that to be known because there was something about Silent Eye, but Granny announced today. Awesome. Springfield, Oregon. You pronounced his name like five different times. I know, because nobody... Nobody knows how to pronounce that name. It's weird. I I thought was... I'm pretty sure it's Granny. I know someone that went to school from Evergreen. I met him. You met Matt? Yeah, I did. And I have, I, have a, I have a cell. Like, on a business card, he drew me a cell of Bart Simpson. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I don't know where it is. <laughs> he has it in theory. Clearly. No, no, no. My, I was, clearly I, it was He came and spoke at Super Saturday at the Evergreen State College. Yeah, my mom did. was like... <clears throat> Walking him around because oh, she worked made there. Me sad. And then he, I, uh, I he gave me a card. I miss Super Saturday so bad. Yeah, that was great. That was where you could have found a reusable leather bracelet and Evergreen. all the pot you could ever want <laughs> and beef kebabs. <laughs> and beef kebabs. That was satisfy your high. My favorite part of Super Saturday was interrogating political candidates. That was true. I went with Melissa one year fun. and she went around like, asking them hard questions and they were freaked no, I out. I asked everybody one question. Which was what? Why, Why should, should I, I vote, vote for, for you? you? <laughs> <laughs> and it caught, uh, it caught uh, most of them off guard. Because. Uh, no, I had one person. Because I part my no, hair on the left, asked ma'am. Me who wanted to know? And I said, me. And she said, why? And I said, because I'm a voter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, those people. Yes. It was awesome. That was That's a fairly was. difficult. I wouldn't know how to answer that. Like, I know. I'd be like, well, I wear a sweater vest. Yes. <laughs> That's a good reason to vote for somebody. Better than your answer. Yes. Yep. All right. <laughs> Ouch. Do we still have, do we have a, a name to the her? Oh. Well, that would be great. She, oh, I'm having a really hard time with the Do you, name. Do you remember where she, what she was voting for? She was or running, running for? for judge. Oh, judge. That's right. That was the year that, that Joe was, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did she win? No. Yes. She did? Oh, was she it, did. wait, was it Ann Hirsch? Yes. There you for go. For the record, we went to, I went to High school and grew up with son. their son. Okay. And I know them. All right, well, it, it was That's hard. hilarious, though. <laughs> Are you all right over there, Melissa? You are stretching your leg. Um, she's, yeah, she's I, in pain. I have some residual pain from either the Grand Canyon hike or my eight mile run on Saturday, 
or probably both. Shannon, did you make her run too far? She made no. me run too far. You guys running far. buddies? Yes, we're Sweet. running buddies. They killed me. <laughs> Melissa killed Literally. Me. They went eight miles. Three miles in, I had to start like walking. Wuss. Seriously. Two women start just blowing by me. I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing. It was bad. I almost feel like walking the other way, so people be like, oh, he's not with them. <laughs> Even though the best part, though, was all three of us had, like, this orangish, reddish colored t-shirt. It was, it was bad. So they knew, even though you were Oh, it was, with it was horrible. It they was, knew. They're like, oh. Oh, that pathetic fat guy. <laughs> Pretty much. So is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn. Go. What's the blues listener topic? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to all the listeners out there. Wow. Yeah, girl, you fine. Nick from Auburn, who I've met, I believe. Yeah, Nick, yeah, girl, yeah, yeah. you fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you could eat only one food the rest of your life, disregarding nutrition, what would it be? Types of food don't count, e.g. only one topping set for pizza. Yeah, because you can have like infinite varieties of pizza as your group. It'd have to be like, I want well, like, a... I want Italian. You well, yeah, yeah. It. So one thing, disregarding nutritional value. <laughs> So I could eat like. Ooh, you know what might be really. Wait. The problem, okay, I'm gonna say this. I, I'm hoping that we're talking about like. Let's be honest. After a week, it's gonna get really old. And I'm, I think the question you is. You don't have to eat it exclusively, do you? What's the, what's yeah, the same? If you yeah, only, only eat one. Thing. Only eat so one. So I think okay. the question. I think there's two questions here. One being, what would you eat if, <clears throat> if like taste change? Like you're, you basically like a, a renewed taste every day, so it never got old. And then what would you eat if it had to be the same taste? Does that make sense? But for yeah. the record, the first thing that came to my head. The gay 90s pizza from Dirty Dave's. Just any... It was just thin crust, lots of cheese, a little bit of sauce, pepperoni, sausage, onions, and the kicker? Cashews. Cashews. Gross. Yeah, That's girl, you know how we do with our pepperoni Kelly, knock off with the yeah, you girl thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon? So, it, will it make us sick? Like, is this no. making no, no. it for making us sick, too? Even if you have, like, an allergy, you could still eat it, and it'd be fine. Oh, Ooh. sweet. Like magic food. So, cats. Yes, I yes, Alf. You could eat cats. French fries. That would be your food. Yeah, infinite French fries. Well, for, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add to that. A really good answer. French fries with cheese. No, ew. you love cheese. But every, not on fries. Only, yeah, not every, on fries. No, seriously, every single day she pulls out the Tillamook block knife, slice, eat before we do anything. I love cheese. I like <laughs> cold you have cheese, cheese for breakfast. No, mm. like Why when I go for work before my run, right. I love cheese, but I don't like it melted on fries. I goes with fries and cheese. They are separate entities. Yes. Okay. Right. What if you? But, but I think beyond this, is there a specific brand or like Red Robin? Ah, okay. Right now, that's all. I that's can like think the of, most so brilliant answer ever, with. right there. No, it's not, Melissa. So I, I need to ask a question yes. before I get my answer. When he says, irrespective of nutrition, does that mean that I could go running after I ate it and not get sick? That's what I mean. That's yeah, what the, I was the, asking. It'd be like magical food that okay. would never so like yeah. Macaroni and cheese with barbecue sauce. Oh. So basically the, the one from Ramblin' Jack's? Yes. That's a good choice. Oh, we went to the other night. I'm not a big Ramblin' Jack's macaroni what? and cheese fan. It's too creamy. Did you put on barbecue sauce? Did not. You should have. I'm going to try that. Yeah, barbecue sauce. Okay. I think the best mac and cheese in town... Dickerson's South Bay Barbecue. Oh. They, have ha- they have jalapenos in it. I've it tried is to take you like six times. Well. We should go. I, now that I know they have mac and cheese. That's all it took. You'll like it. I've been asking her for a year and a half, and Max is like, they have mac and cheese, and that's it. All right, Amy. <laughs> I, I would do potatoes, because I could have french fries, and I could have baked potatoes, no, and I could I have potato skin. Mm. categories of food don't count. It's not a category of food. It's a type of fruit. Wait, wait. wait. The drunk judge is the allowed. official. Drunk judge says no. <laughs> 
I agree because that's like that's kind of like the one topping of pizza. You can prepare yeah. pizza differently. You have a calzone. That, that's about yeah. it. I think, <laughs> I think, I think thin that crust, thin deep crust, deep dish, yes. Chicago style. Oh wow! Thank you for backing me up there, Melissa. Yeah, because I mean, it was the, the instructions square. were fairly mm. fairly concise. Where he says, you know, types of food don't count, so you can't like. You can't like take a food but and alter it. It has to be one food. thing. Yes, it is. It no, is. potato is a fine. Then you can eat. Okay, for the right, then she can just eat potato. Well, That's can't it. be cooked. Can't be but done it, in at all. Theoretically, if she got French fries, she could just mash them up with a fork until they became. That is true, That's and fair. I think that's a f- I think that's a fair analysis. So you have to say French fries. You have to say French fries. This is weird. Yes. French fries. Wow. I really begrudgingly like French. Begrudgingly, begrudging French fries. I might share some of yours. Who is sharing allowed? No, Ooh. no sharing. <laughs> Only one food ever. Because I would totally storm Shannon's island and be like, oh, French fries. So, <laughs> so a week ago, if you had asked me this question, I would have said Olive Garden salad. But. Uh, but that burger I had last Thursday in Arizona. <laughs> like changed my life. Well, well let's, let's hear some. Let's, let's talk about this a little bit. This burger? Yes. Uh, basically, Get down dirty with a girl. I want to hear about this. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't the worst re- part about that was how Kelly took his hand and started caressing yes, the microphone. Yeah, that was an <laughs> awkward moment. Um, I don't want to go over it too much because the last episode of the podcast we talked about it, but oh, basically okay. it was like a super hipster burger where they knew like the growers of all of the vegetables. The name of the cow. Yeah, and like the so like from oh. Portlandia. They knew. Yeah, the ranch, there was a Portlandia knew, episode about awesome. that. Yes. So it they was, went and met the chicken that they were going. It to was eat. it was it Calvin? Was it Calvin? I think Calvin? his name was. Calvin. I, I do not know. But <laughs> it was Colin. Colin was from Colin the chicken. So the burger was like outstanding. I. It just it, like was the best it, thing ever. Was it just like a regular burger with great ingredients, or no, was no, there something it, added to it? Uh, it was great ingredients, bacon? fresh ingredients, bacon, of course. But the kind of special thing was that the patty was over an inch thick and not really cooked in the middle. Yeah, it was a thick, 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 really so lean, like handmade. Uh-huh. Yeah, handmade. handmade oh, very wow. loose, but pink in the middle. And Do you like that? N- not usually. But, it, I mean, all the girls kind of freaked out when they first saw the menu that was like, yeah, don't be surprised if it's not cooked in the middle. But they all loved it, and it was great. Melissa, you liked it? So, I, I typically order my burgers well done, mm-hmm. just because I was it's alive safe. during the E. coli scare and all that. Um, <laughs> I, I know enough about food to know that if you're grinding them, if you're grinding your own meat on site, it's safe to eat them a little bit pink in the middle. Um, and the, the menu there is recommending that you cook them medium rare, which did have me a little bit nervous, but I'll be honest, mine was more medium than medium rare. So Mm. it was pink, but not bloody. And I was confident enough in the, the restaurant itself after meeting the waiter and kind of talking to him a little bit, it gave me the sense that I was going to be safe eating the food. And it really was a better way to cook a burger. I mean, we would all be better off if we were eating fresh ground meat and cooking it just a little bit less because it's much juicier, much softer, much less of that like <laughs> taste you sometimes get with overcooked burgers. So that's what I take. What was burger. the restaurant's name? Diablo Burger in, in Flagstaff, Flagstaff, Arizona. Wow, wow. Dun, dun, dun. Kelly, what's you? Bacardi 151? Uh, <laughs> if it has high nutritional value, heck yeah. That's the worst idea ever. <laughs> no, I'd probably go with some variety of sushi. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I, like one variety. Like I said, yeah. Um, okay, it would be. It would come down to two. I'd have to like flip a coin roll. or something. Um, there's, no, there was uh, back at a place called uh, the Sushi Boat, which was my favorite place in the world before they shut down. Um, I thought was, they still had that place. No, it's gone. I'm so sad. Hmm. Um, but they had one roll called the Volcano Roll. It was this tiny little roll, and then there was this volcano of flavor on top of it. And, <laughs> and uh, there was one called Sex on the Beach, which had like. 
this sugary sauce on it and like a lemon slice, and it was so good. Um, I'd have to like flip a coin and decide which one. Okay, but yeah, so sushi probably now the volcano roll. Okay. Yeah, it was so good. <sighs> All right, Max, I forgot yours. What was it? <laughs> Dirty Dave's Gay Nineties. That's pizza. right. All right, Shannon, you up? Yeah. No, you're talking like Kelly. Do it, do it, do it. Yeah, girl, you up? Why don't you draw that card? Tepid coffee. Tepid. So if I understand I Shannon no correctly, she likes coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, she didn't even read it. Okay. Oh yeah, read it. Out Tepid like... coffee. Okay. There we go. <laughs> so, so you like hot coffee? I'm guessing, like most people do. Mm, only during the winter. I really like iced coffee. So you like iced coffee? Mm-hmm. So there are really only two camps of people, right? The hot coffee drinkers and the cold coffee drinkers. Oh, I know. Once it gets in the middle, though, almost nobody will tolerate tepid, lukewarm, room temperature, middle. She just gives it to me. No, in (laughs) fact, in fact, if you get order an iced coffee, you have to wait or shake it like a while before you can actually drink it. Because you need it to be ice. Because it is a mistake to take a big sip, and then I'm like, all right. So she spits into the face of the person that made it and be like, "How dare you!" Not quite. <laughs> so some researchers, researchers have done some some investigating on why human beings can't stand that middle of the road coffee temperature. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Yes. Because Jesus doesn't like it either. Well, it's weird because okay, so wow. Jesus doesn't like Luke. <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> oh, different topic. That's okay. rough. No. So most human taste receptors work really great between like seventy and ninety-five degrees. Like that is like kind of an optimal range for all of our taste receptors to be cooking and working and receiving uh, signals from the food we eat. So we're actually tasting too much of the coffee? Is that the problem? So that is actually one of the theories. There's two big theories. There's one that says that when coffee is really, really hot, it's outside the range of our taste receptor's ability to taste it. Taste how awful it is? The bitterness. So coffee is incredibly bitter, and when it's outside that range of our receptors, we think it tastes fine. Bull. And we can enjoy the the weird like aromatics and things that people really enjoy. The smell of coffee, the, the creamers, the things you might put in there. And when it's really, really cold, again, because smell is so important to what you eat, it's less volatile. The, the aromic character drops off and you no longer... What are you... <laughs> Shut up. about to blow a chunk here. Yeah, I seriously. don't know. The, 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 the temperature theory. That when I, it's, that's a dumb theory. That when it's cold, it's again outside of that taste receptor but, range. But that's it's the not same the, theory on, on two ends. Yes. But so... On the cold side, almost all the time, if you're drinking cold coffee, you've got milk or some other creamer, sugar, something in it um, that yeah. makes it taste good. Right? You, you can have black coffee straight. You can have cold coffee with creamers and stuff. But in that middle ground, it doesn't work because if you're drinking middle of the ground uh, milk, it tastes bad to you as well. I don't think it's a taste thing. It's the temperature thing. It, I mean, it's kind of like, a, like you, some foods, I don't mind the food, but like, um, I don't like the texture. So sometimes you might have a flavoring of something, but it has a different, um, it, it might be in a solid as opposed to, like yogurt sometimes. People are like, I just can't do yogurt. And that's also another lukewarm thing. If it gets warm, I ain't going to touch any yogurt. Sure. But I think it's, I don't, I'm, maybe, maybe I'm just not smart enough and realize that my body rejects it or doesn't like it because it's, the actual flavors change. I just think, it, and I don't mind mm. lukewarm or like kind of warm coffee. It's, it is what it is. I'd rather have it warm sure. or cold. But I think it's just purely a temperature thing. Well, yes, people don't usually drink lukewarm anything. No. Uh, but usually it's just, it's it's coffee in particular that like, uh, you know, you might drink a warm soda that's in your car. Ugh, still Ooh, You might, you might. But middle of the ground coffee, you always dump out. I, I usually end up drinking it because Shannon gives it to me. But okay. I've also never had black coffee lukewarm. So if, they, if, if we're talking, yeah, it's always <clears throat> cream. Something's so the, the dairy issue then, Max, might be part of it. That it's or, okay? No, that we no, don't, that we don't like 
that you don't necessarily like the coffee as much and that the texture thing changes because well, you don't mind lukewarm it. milk mm. in the coffee. Yeah. Because you won't yeah. do the lukewarm yogurt, I guess is what I was... Mm. This is a very... Uh, now the thing that sucks about this is now every time I'm at church and my coffee starts to get cold, I'm going to be thinking about this. You're welcome to think about <laughs> me anytime you want. Oh, <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Wow. <laughs> Melissa is shame. Melissa, save this train wreck. <laughs> I don't care. Read it anyway. <laughs> the printed version of the Encyclopedia Britannica has officially mm. ceased production. How do you feel about this? You really, I thought you would care. Good you, riddance. You, you have an old copy, yes, right? Yes, I do. And you I like an printed things. Shape. I do. And you kind of dislike Wikipedia. No, I so, don't. I well, love Wikipedia. Whoa. I, I think yeah, that's you're changed. a teacher. You I can't say that. I have always loved Wikipedia. All right, fair enough. I used to I used to waste time in college by just hitting random page. Like the the fact that this like 244 year old tome of knowledge is no longer being printed. Does the not problem buddy. is that the the printed editions of the Encyclopedia Britannica go out of date so quickly. The the minute you post the them, the minute you yeah, publish it, yeah. it's something in it is wrong. Yeah. And they're, so they're hard to update. They're hard to maintain. They're incredibly expensive mm. to produce and to own. Fourteen hundred dollars. They take an up an enormous amount of space on your shelf. Thirty-two volumes. A ton. <laughs> Some mm. large number. <laughs> this, I would say. I would say this goes back so, to the, the previous newspaper idea. It's just technology's changing. I don't want to. I don't want to cut down a tree for an my my entire Encyclopedia Britannica and put it on a shelf. I just might as well put a tree inside. How many trees would it take to print that much? <laughs> not a full tree. Not Absolutely not. So I just wanted. I just so wanted I guess, to say I, that. I mean, <clears throat> It would be sad if Encyclopedia Britannica as an institution were to go away. Yeah. But I'm not sad about the ceasing production of the books. I, if you'd asked me ten years ago, I'd have been devastated. But I've, I, I really don't think it's that much of a loss. So to for us. so for clarification, for everybody, I'm just to clarify for clarification. Clarify. Uh, so you want to clarify? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Encyclopedia Britannica is no. It's not going out of existence. It's just going out of. Print, print is hard. Yes, so, correct. So some, some, and I, I, I got that. I just want to make sure everybody else is. So some hard numbers for you guys. The most popular year of the printed encyclopedia was 1990. They sold 120,000 sets. Wow. From then, it dropped off pretty precipitously with the internet being around. Uh, that may be the new word of the podcast. Six years later, it dropped to 40,000. And then this current edition that they just finished is only 8,000. Um, but what's been good, I mean, and they've seen this coming. And they've actually transitioned in the 90s to the online or digital format. Yeah. They had it on CD-ROMs back in the day. And nowadays, um, the actual uh, digital version gets most of their sales. And now they're trying to transition it into like iPhone apps. So for $2 a month, you could have the entire Encyclopedia Britannica on your phone or smart device, um, which is interesting. But I guess the real question when we get down to it is, do you want to pay $2 a month for that or get Wikipedia for free? Wikipedia. I'm going to go with Wikipedia. I mean, it's, it's not as informed or as, I guess, academic. reliable. Uh, academic. Sometimes Scholarly. way more academic. Have you that, read some of those chemistry articles? That's true. And, yeah, and but the second you start reading about like modern bands, it goes to hell real fast. On Wikipedia oh, or gosh, on Encyclopedia? Yeah. Okay. It's awful. So, you know, just very not educated people write a lot of that stuff. So and what do you think? Do you think it's, the grammar just plummets? Do you think 10 years from now we'll basically just be using free internet kind of resources like Wikipedia? Do you think Britannica In what realm? Survive? That's a good question. I don't are know. Are you talking just like encyclopedia type knowledge or... I don't know. I mean, it, I, I didn't realize that they had done such a good job transitioning to the digital space already. They're I thought really that they quite, were. I and mean, the, the digital articles are quite well written. Do um, they have links within them like Wikipedia does? Can you do. dive deep mm -hmm. inside of a topic? You okay. Can. 
I'm just curious. I like the the page isn't as well laid out as Wikipedia. I think um, it's it is a little bit more dated looking, but the the writing quality is still really high. And a lot of Encyclopedia Britannica articles actually get copied and used as uh, about.com. Really? On various topics. Yeah. I think that's the other sucky thing about the internet, especially with like just general Google searches is so many of those sites that are popping up now are eHow or Yahoo Answers or, or those I kinds of... I hate those. They're terrible answers. So random oh, little... Oh, they really are. Yeah. Can, can, so I give you guys, can I give you a tip? I don't know if you guys use Chrome. I'm guessing Firefox maybe. Yes, an extension Safari. Too, but you can just, uh, you can get an extension that allows you to block those kinds of sites. So if you ever do a Google search that has like some terrible ad scam or anything like that, you hit block and it'll not only take it away from you, but it'll change the search aggregation yeah. for others. The worst is when you've got like an injury and you type it in, it doesn't go to like WebMD or some sort of scholarly ad. It's like eHow. And you're like, this person is an idiot. Why is why can I not find anybody? You should always block the this. Yeah. The chance. It's crap. Think about those Yahoo questions though, is some of the questions that are asked are just so good. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> there yeah. was one, you got one in your mind. There was one about this guy who got his dog's uh, nether regions caught in a rat trap <laughs> and he was trying to help the dog but it was a big dog and it was angry and it was pissed off because it's you know, and and it was kept biting him and he's like well i need well, so what do i do i've, I've got this you take it to the I'm vet gonna, well he was gonna go behind it and club it in the head with a tire iron <laughs> and he was trying to ask what was the best method to do this and i was like are you this guy was from Springfield, Oregon. Probably. <laughs> it was the f- and I, I I laughed so hard and then I realized it was real and I got really sad for the dog. <laughs> but I, yeah, there are things on there like that. It's so good. All right, this is gone. So good. I find that most of it is kids trying to cheat on their homework. Yeah, on, no, there's a lot Yahoo? of that too. Or Yahoo answers. Or Yahoo answers. Yeah. So this has gotten really off topic. How do we feel about Encyclopedia Britannica? Is this like a general meh? Don't care. <sighs> it's. Whatever. Shannon cares so little that she's just barely even gesturing. Yeah. She's hardly even breathing. We should probably call a medic. <laughs> we, should, we should get on eHow and figure out what to, to do. Yeah. <laughs> this chick just totally stopped breathing. Should I kick her to see if she's alive? <laughs> no, get a where, where should I kick her? What's the proper <laughs> step? What's step yeah. one? Ribs. <laughs> thigh bone. Where? Uh, yeah. that, eh. I think it's I think it's a good thing for the company. Probably going to save them a ton of money and keep them afloat for a little while longer, but I'm not sure how much longer. I think too many people are into Wikipedia. Yep. Yeah. They might have to. I mean, they could survive if they went to a more Wikipedia format where it was. What if they went free with uh, with ads? Yeah, free mm-hmm. with ads, which is kind of what Wikipedia does in a way. But you have the the I don't want to call it but safety also, net, but some reassurance that there are real authors. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could it's be a really some good thing for that. Thirty-three-year-old guy who's always lived in his grandparents' apartment. Just <laughs> some articles are free. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, but yeah. I feel like $2 is not that bad. A month. Even a month. Okay. That's, that's and, $24 a month. Or even like a pay-per-use sort of a thing nothing. where you could, you know, pay 25 cents, kind of a pay, you know, pay for For like a 24-hour period or something? Yeah. Or just, well, you said $1,400 for the whole set. Yeah, for the printed set. And now it's $2 a month. Yep. Correct? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do some math real quick. So uh, we're talking 24. 600 months worth of, so we're talking 50 years basically for the price of a whole set. Yes. Okay. All right. And it's constantly being updated yeah. over that fifty years. And if you die before and that, I think that if, cost goes down. I think they <laughs> cost goes down. If they wow. get into one of those sites like uh, ProQuest or something like that, if they get linked into something like that, where 
people in the academic world are going to want something like Encyclopedia as a, as a launching point or those kinds of things. I mean, we used we used encyclopedias as launching points. Melissa's giving me a funny look. Um, in some of our papers. My high school kids should be using the encyclopedia as their launch point. Yeah. Nobody outside of high school should use it as anything more than a, what are some of the keywords I should know to do my actual article searches? Yeah. And that's that's what I mean, is, is using that as a launching point, is looking for the keywords in order to do that. Yeah, I mean, if you're smart enough. Some people aren't. <laughs> Amy, save us from ourselves. That's not possible. She goes with the pink card. Yes. <laughs> Pink to save you. Would you rather eat a stick of butter or five tablespoons of hot chili paste? <laughs> no. Heck yes. I love no. these questions. This is no. a great question. I love these no. questions. So a stick of butter by itself, I'm guessing. We can't like spread it exactly. on bread. Exactly. Straight butter or five These, these are all straight. You, you, don't, you don't get to even chase these with anything. Chili paste. Chili paste. Because you think it'll be done sooner? Because uh, the, the, burning... the idea of a stick of butter is just disgusting. Wait, how much chili paste? But for the record, there are, pe- there are people. There are people who would who would in an instant go butter because it's oh, something they me. already do. Melissa, no, and I, no, you don't already do so, that, do you? So the tragedy. <laughs> Secretly, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, butter's not so bad when you put it on toast and stuff. Oh, right? absolutely not. But I love butter. I use a ton of it on popcorn. But the idea of just like. Just think about that. A, just kind of a, a somewhat soft stick of butter in your hand. It doesn't have to be soft. Like, oh, but even it. the thought of it just in your hand, putting it in your oh, okay. Just, but like, what if you Amy's ready to throw up? Just thinking. What about if you this. refrigerated it and then just kind of like chewed no. it? It's still gross. No. Oh, it's just pure. No. What? Why can't you? You can refrigerate no. it. Amy no. is not on board at all. Not on board. Chili at all. paste might actually not. Could I do that. both at the same time? No. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> yeah. Not Why not? Half half a stick. That would be like the tastiest chili paste ever. Oh. I would go with the butter. Your stomach would curdle and your mouth would be on yeah, fire. Would. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do, the butter? butter? I would, no, I would do chili paste. So, course, so I got butter, obviously. you got chili paste. Chili paste. We got two chili pastes. We got butter. two butters. Butter. Did you know that capsaicin, the thing that makes the chilies stuff hot, that makes it hot, yeah. that makes it hot, um, was actually used as a... Um, <laughs> Torture device? No, for horses, for racehorses. Uh, they'd rub it on the horse's legs um, oh, to, God, like, relieve, no, no, to relieve sore muscles. Oh, okay. Um, and I thought you were going to say to make them run faster because they got to get the wind on them. circulation. <laughs> no, no, it stimulates circulation. Don't we so. use, don't we have some sort of medicine that's used? Oh, yeah, caps- and capsaicin is used in, like, in like, muscle creams and stuff. And like stuff. That? Mm. Yeah, um, but it's actually been banned by... Um, Horse, horse racing, racing organizations because, because they thought it was a performance inhumane. enhancing no performance oh. enhancing mm-hmm. substance. Steroid wow, horses. that was an epic. <laughs> and the answer, <laughs> what was the what answer? was your choice though? I, I chose to go with trivia, <laughs> which is okay because it will okay. So tiebreaker, Amy. No, Amy's no. So it's a tie. <laughs> sucks. We got two butters, two know. chilies, and two. What if I up the ante and go with ten tablespoons? Of chili, then then chili peppers. Chili, but I still want the butter. Win. Yeah, but then chili peppers win. Wait, how? No, that doesn't work. Because that would be technically three to two. Gotcha. I see what you did there. See, math. Um, I'm gonna do. I can still do it when I've got one fifty one in me. Blue card. It's been like an hour and a half. Danielle from Sacramento. Is honesty yeah. always the best policy? <laughs> Ethically. Uh, I'm really curious where this question came yeah, from, given is... last podcast topic. Danielle? What was, what was, oh, that's what was right, last, Danielle. Did we ever find uh, out what was, was going on with It was about boys Danielle? paying on dates, if they should always pay on every date or sometimes not. Wait, sure, I've, sure. Got a, I've got a really important follow-up question to this question. Did we find out what was going on with Danielle? These girls on my right know, but they're not allowed to tell. Oh, Danielle, you break my heart. Okay. What was the question again? Is honesty always the best policy? Absolutely I, t- from a, some people would say, from an ethical standpoint, yes. I still think there are 
times, well... We're not talking like keeping someone's birthday surprise a secret. We're talking about like actual honesty. I would say yes, but I think what the other the other flip side of this is you can be honest without li- without lying. The, what? <laughs> no, you can you can be you can. So my point in this is like the opposite of being honest with somebody is if you lied to somebody. Someone asks you a question, you can either tell them the truth, being honest, or you can lie to them. But and I think so. Those two are in juxtaposition to themselves. But I've also been in a situation where. I'm not lying to the person, but I'm not giving, but I'm not being not honest. Being I'm not being completely truthful. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm not being deceitful. Not necessarily deceitful, but I'm just not disclosing something. You're not sharing the whole story. Yeah. So, like, someone asked me, uh, you know, who, who told you something? And I said, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not, I'm not being dishonest. I'm just saying I'm not going to tell you. So, I, it's, is that deceitful? Is that honest? Is that a lie? I, I know who told me, but I'm deciding to say I'm not going to tell you. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm going to be honest right now. If you hit the table again, <laughs> it's going to get violent. Now. So, so my, my trouble with this question is if I apply it to my life as it stands right now, I would have to answer yes, because I'm far more likely to get in trouble withholding information or lying than I am by simply telling the truth, you know, yeah. in the first place. But I keep thinking, I mean, being a, a history nerd, I keep thinking of situations where I'm not sure how I could be honest and still do the right thing. You're talking about like Cold War politics or something? No, so I'm getting, so I'll, I'll just, a little side tangent here so you can understand my thinking. I'm getting ready to teach my unit on global conflict. And so we're going to talk about genocide and the Holocaust. And, I, you know, as I'm thinking and preparing lessons and stuff, trying to figure out how to teach that, um, you know, when you think about stories from the Holocaust and all those people who hid Jews in their houses, on their farms, smuggled people out of the country, all that stuff. At some point, all of those people had to tell lies. I mean, they had to lie to the authorities. They had to pretend something that was untrue. And so in that situation, being honest would have resulted in far more like violence and death. And so it was right for them to hide these people and protect these people so I don't know. I don't want to say no. Honesty is not always the best policy because in my life that that doesn't ring true at all. But I think when we apply it globally, we get into some really murky, weird, gray area <clears throat> things. That's where I was. That doesn't help to. you, Danielle. I'm sorry. Shannon, you've been quiet. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say, yeah, like Melissa said, and right now in my life, like definitely, honesty is the best way. And everything. Even when it sucks at first. Even when it, yeah, even when it sucks at first, or even if it's gonna hurt somebody yeah. else, it's like. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think because if you're not honest, then you're hurting them even more in some cases. And I so. think beyond that too, how many times have you been dishonest with somebody, which led to another lie, which led to another lie, which led to another lie, which eventually led to oh crap, I have to apologize for that. So what he's asking right now lie. is, what have you lied to him about? No, no, no. <laughs> no I think I think in in I, I don't think many of us will ever be in a. I'm about to hit the table. I'm, I'm being very cognizant of me not hitting the table. That's right now. good. All right, but good I would job. say. None of us will probably be in a situation where honesty will, will be kind of in question during a life or death circumstance. And I think that does change just about everything, I think. But beyond that, I mean, if we're not talking life and death, we're talking relationships, we're talking a job, we're talk- I'd say honesty is always the best thing, even if it means consequences. Because sometimes the consequence of being honest is better than the consequence of, of being, being found, found out, out later right. that you'd lied. Mm-hmm. Kelly, so, did yes. you give an actual answer? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm... I had a lot of problems with lying in my past. and Being a liar? Being a big, big liar, yes. Um, just to, 
I don't know, little white lies just to get by, I guess, because... Usually to make yourself seem better. Well, not necessarily, just to get people to leave me alone, really, actually. Um, But um, I've been trying... It's it's something I was always kind of personally ashamed of, just because I thought it was kind of a bad thing, and I've really, really tried to be super honest now, you know, in the last five to ten years. I've, I've done a good job of kicking that part of me yeah. away and being very, very honest. Um, there's still, like, there's one lie that is still out there <laughs> that I have not resolved and I don't know if I ever will. Um, <laughs> let's resolve a, it right no, here. Let's, let's get <laughs> it's it out a, there. No, 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 no. It's a big one and it it's, has devastating consequences for the people involved. So, wow. um, yeah. Uh, well, not devastating. Just, you know, just like... Is carrying that burden... Like worse or better than actually coming out with it to be. I mean, I I know at this point, at some point, I'm gonna come clean because it's something I want to do. But it it doesn't affect anybody here. If that, the, the, I'm not saying it does. I'm just curious <laughs> if, if like it affects if that, you. If that's weighing me. on you, it really doesn't anymore. It used to, but at this point, I'm I'm okay with it, and I know at some point that I'm going to be like. You know, go to the people that are involved and be like, hey, this happened a long time ago. I'm sorry. I'm going to make it up to you right now. <laughs> so when I, I think that's what I'm waiting for is the ability to make it up to them so that hmm. I can say, hey, I did this. And you know, you don't always have to have some kind of like recompense. For I feel clean. this is a big one. All right. All so right. I feel like there needs to be something that I can do for the people involved. So, yeah. Anyways. Yep, be honest. It's good. Uh, so you, you, you'd say life is better now? Life feels... I feel better about myself. Conscience honest. is clear? Yeah. Her. Yes, quite. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, it's my turn! Yay! And I am actually drunk. That was not a lie. <laughs> so, wait, am I turning green? Yes, you just picked it and read it. Okay, I like this read it. I thought, I thought it was going to get political. It's not. One third of the budget for the next James Bond film will come from product placement. How do you feel about marketing deals like this? If it's just from Aston Martin in a sweet car, I'm totally cool with it. It's yeah, also I'm, I'm Coke Zero and phones and a bunch of other watches. Well, they were already using phones and cars. Sure, but how do you feel about that in show? Like, think of like Cloverfield. Loved the movie, but there was a big Nokia ad in the, in the background <laughs> of a true. lot of the shots, and it was That's really true. obvious. And I think annoying. yeah, I think how you do it is a huge part of it. But also looking at it, going, I would rather if it's a great movie and it has some ads, I'd rather be okay with the fact that the movie was great because somebody helped with the budget and there happened to be some ads in the background. Wait, how does Avatar 2 have product placement in it? Avatar, there's a second one? Did you miss here, Kelly? Or are you... Kelly said James Cameron. No, no James, James Bond. Bond. James Bond. 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 Bond film. I got completely lost. Yes. <laughs> I would love you didn't, to see You didn't it. notice all the Pepsi cans in, in, in <laughs> on Pandora? They were everywhere. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm super sensitive. The Titanic was that real. Was, I that know was, that, but... That was the blue people's staple diet was Pepsi. I'm incredibly <laughs> sensitive to product placement. I like Iron Man one drove me crazy for all the Audi placement. I can't stand transformers for all the GM stuff. Um, oh, and other, and other movies. Like, I can't stand that for a lot of reasons. Sure. But I, I just product placement when it's really obvious bothers me in movies more than TV. Like in TV shows, people are always like holding their Pepsi can just right. So the camera sees it. And on TV, I, don't, I, mean, I always make fun of it in Chuck because Chuck is, actually an award-winning product placement show. You know, they're always talking about like the new sandwich they got at Subway and how tasty and meaty it is. 
and like like it, 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 literally, yes. I've never literally, seen that show, like so, they, okay. they they go so far over the line that it becomes funny. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in movies, there's like this weird, it's awkward, subtle. like it feels like they're like they're begging for money. Like mm. I just paid fifteen dollars to come see this in the theater, and you had to go ask these other people for money and ruin my experience in the process. It drives me crazy. Wow. You are but passionate. I'm, this is a weird, sensitive issue for me. So mm. I'm just curious. There, what okay, think. there was a there was a TV. What was that? Um, Alias. You remember that show? Yes. yes. I remember there was a, there was a yeah. It wasn't a bad show, but there was one episode where they were in this big chase scene and they were in this parking garage and they were trying to choose what vehicle they were going to drive to chase after the bad guy and and they're like, oh, let's grab this car and she's like, no. The Ford F one fifty, and it was I so. That do you? It yeah. was so blatant. I was just like, no, and I turned it off. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. Melissa it was, was so watching bad. Bird Notice a while ago, and there was like this awkward kind of yeah. The Hyundai Genesis has three hundred eight horsepower, which is great for outrunning bad guy. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> like it was just so awkward. And I hate it. What do you think, girls? Product placement. I think if it's done well... When, that... is it, when is it done well? Give me one example. <clears throat> Maybe Barbasol in Jurassic Park. Maybe. Ooh, that was sweet. So, that so was I good. never noticed the phone product placement. Really? Like, I, I mean, I know they're subtle. using phones, but... Okay. And, and maybe yeah. when there's a, a shot of them like dialing something and I see that it's a Nokia phone, I guess that's technically product placement, but it doesn't register for me. Fair enough. Yeah, I noticed it in the other James, the most recent two James Bond films. With it's uh, getting worse. Yeah, they, I mean they they very much you know zoom in on these kind of fancy phones and he, as he's punching. Yeah, and seriously, who in the hell has a nice Nokia? Was Smart aware? people. Heike Kovalainen. Yeah. Who? The <laughs> new Windows phone is Nokia 900. It's awesome. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations. It's a Windows the phone. The high end, the high end Nokias are okay. Pretty awesome. Yeah, my, I used to have a Nokia like 10 years ago when they were cutting edge. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I didn't realize they were still around. The new one is pretty good. <laughs> Shannon, I think when it's done right, like when it's not Give overboard. Me yeah, I, I think that's a so good when, question. I can't think of a good so time. So when, you know, you mean when you Ford is shown over and over and over again in the same movie, then it like, I feel like that's how James. So when you say it's done right is when it's either not done at all or when you didn't notice it, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, when, when it's I'm like, oh, there's a Ford rather than <laughs> there's five Fords and they just showed all of them in one movie. Recently watching... A lot of USA shows have a lot of product yes. placement and yeah. it can get a little annoying. But I remember watching one of the shows recently and looking at it going, that's the James Bond car. So like to me, like that's to me, that's how the product placement mm -hmm. goes is being able to recognize that's the James Bond car. And oh, there's a James Bond movie. I should go see the James Bond movie because I remember remembering about it seeing that like to me, that's how product placement works better. <clears throat> She likes and, it when it creeps into her subconscious and she doesn't know that yeah, she's and, been beat. And I mean, like, yeah. in, in James Bond, it would be really easy to do a watch because he can fiddle with a watch and you see the... Rolex. The, you the know, the Rolex or whoever yeah. is making the watch. I mean, the F1 drivers and their giant watches. We always make fun of them because they can't, like, stop playing with their sleeves yes. around the giant watches. But I mean... When I guess when it's, you know, zoom in on the watch and it doesn't really make sense, mm -hmm. then it's bad. But if it's zoom in on the watch and it makes sense and you just happen to see yes. who it is, that makes sense and that's done well. Okay. But when you do it every other shot, I'm gonna throw something at you. Or they don't give a commentary about the watch. Like, I wanna go oh, to see I wanna go to see the new this. James Bond movie with you. I wanna see you throw things at the screen and just be like, oh. <laughs> well, I think a better question though is how many what percentage of films or TV shows have product placement in them. All, all of them. Probably all so of them. So think about how many you don't notice it in. Sure. All of them. I'm pretty... I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> okay, only, I will say that I watch a lot of British things and so I don't actually see a lot of product placement because there isn't a lot in It doesn't make them. sense in British shows because they've got things like wafers and... and 
Jimmy Dodgers. Vague Jimmy, made up words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever the heck those things are. Wait, which one do you want me to grab? I, I think we actually need to, to wrap up the card segment. Uh, I promise. Didn't you have a sweet one for me? To I, piss me off? Uh, it was the political one. I thought you were going to get all like awkward. Uh, you got awkward in other ways. No though. Hunger Games <laughs> and, one? And uh, they're in there, but we, we uh, need okay, to wrap it up, okay, unfortunately. Okay. Um, Boo. I need to give a quick update on the Fantasy F1 League, because I said I would. Scott is kicking everybody's butt due to some weird fluke of nature. Amy's in second place. Also, I don't know how that happened. I'm in third. I'm better at it than you are this year. I think oh. we just had some bad races. Heike, it would be great if you could score some points. <laughs> that too, Heike. So I'm in third. David <laughs> is fourth. Melissa is fifth. And Jackie is in dead last Kelly place. is in first place because Kelly, he's not doing it this year. Kelly was he too lazy. Wants, he actually wants to enjoy Kelly the races. He couldn't get off his butt. But and make whatever. A that, no, I had a valid reason not to do it because I actually wanted to enjoy the races instead of thinking about my stupid fantasy league. Fair enough. I this don't ever true. think about my team, so I enjoy the races perfectly. I plan to make a, 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 a comeback in the near future. I don't ever change my team, so it's really just the the fantasy team helps me choose who to root for in the races. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing it wrong, Kelly. <laughs> um, also, on the next episode, I'm just going to throw this out there as a weird possibility. We might be talking about Journey on the next episode of the podcast. I'm hoping to get... The game? Not, not the band. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can talk about both in two times. I don't know any songs by the band. We can um, listen to them. I know I would recognize them if I we heard We could do them. Dubstep Journey at the end of the episode. That's also worth looking into. <laughs> but no, we might be talking about a game, so if you are considering playing it, you should play it before then in case we spoil something. Video game, board game. Video, Video game. game. So and it's you, very short. You'll probably awesome. need to go buy a PS3. It, it's it's the game that when people talk about like art in video games, they'll probably be pointing to in the future. Yes. Uh. All right, Max. I've given you my sacred privilege in choosing the dubstep song at the end. Uh, do you remember the name of it? I do. All right, tell us. It is a song by Calvin Harris, which has been remixed by Nero, entitled "Feel So Close." So Max was kind of the originator of the dubstep idea for the podcast. Back in November, he actually asked me, uh, why is dubstep worth listening to and why is it catching on as a genre? And ever since then, we started putting it on the ends of podcast episodes. <clears throat> so, and I'm becoming more and more addicted to it. it yeah, girl. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard to fight the dubstep. Um, yeah. Even Melissa heard one the other day that she thought was decent. We'll play that on the next episode. This, <laughs> one, yeah, this one's she good. Refuses it's, to it's, kind of, it's kind of my romantic dubstep song because it was actually it's actually like on. It's kind of a pop song that has been remixed by Nero. Melissa and doesn't like pop songs. Pretty, Maybe that's the problem. Hopefully, you will enjoy this song. It's it's great. All right, so we'll I have so. that at the end of this show. If you need to reach us, we're on Facebook at facebook.com/slash TNS Podcast. You can also send in some questions at uh, tnspodcast at gmail.com. Kelly, how do you feel about this drunk experiment? Was this a good idea? Boop. Yeah, see, I, <laughs> everybody else is shaking their head. I think this, this is the one and only. You guys don't feel like I feel, though. I feel good. It, that's not worth making <laughs> us feel terrible. So Why did I make you feel I that? think this is, I don't feel what's terrible. up, girl? Yeah, that, girl. Yeah, we need to get rid of Why that. That was I, hilarious. Edit out the all best of part was because he never said it toward a woman. It was always toward <laughs> Nick. That made it great, and I keep bumping the table. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to this train wreck of a show. We'll try to catch you again in two weeks. Goodbye. I feel so close to you right now. It's a force field. 
Close to you right now. 